there. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> so um, we, you know, Ray and Jay. Yes. We're actually um, on our way to an undisclosed location. You sound like a Disney movie. Okay. We're on our way to a little sun, hopefully. Sun, bun, and fun. Some fun, some exotic animals, but I don't want to give you too much. You can, okay. You can, you can Girl, check. we're going to San Diego Zoo. <laughs> You can check our socials and see where we actually are going to pop up. Yes, ma'am. This week. But in the meantime, we actually recorded a special episode this week. Yes. We didn't want to leave you on mute. We did not. So we gave you something we cute. Not. Exactly. We don't want to leave you with bated breath. So um, what we did was a very special live recording <laughs> at The Feels. So for anyone who doesn't know what The Feels is, um, this is... Um, a special event that's held every year in yes. the Seattle area. Shout out to Tori. Yeah, Tori. this is the fourth year. Yes. And Tori was a guest on the pod. Had a great time with her. She actually invited us to yes. record at the Fields for uh, this year. We had a blast. It was a whole mood. Do. It the was a mood. The art was great. Yes. Um, the Local artists, um, which I wanted to... I kind of wanted to buy a piece, but, you know, it's not in the budget this year. So maybe yeah, next we, year. We, we were just trying to be thoughtful because we were going to the San Diego Zoo and we want to make sure that we can <laughs> feed animals there. Um, and to be yeah. clear, so the fields um, actually uh, supports, um, you know, part of the proceeds go to support Art Together, which is a um, local program here in the Seattle area that supports uh, youth um, and, and actually introducing the youth to the arts and yes. cultivating their talent. So it's so great. It is a great cause. Um, they, I think, had probably their best best turnout it ever was a mood, this year. And I think that everyone at the field should feel very good about what they did because it. I should. I was proud. Indeed. So, without further ado, here we go. Here we are. Yes, we are. Oh, we are. Oh, yeah. Wait, in the run through, you said we're live. We're live. Uh, what happened? What happened to that? We're live. <laughs> but we're not really live. We're recording well, live. We're in these streets uh-huh. at the field, Seattle. We are. That's true. Shout out to Tori yeah, and all the artists being her. featured tonight. Shout out to the Axis or Axis. Axis is the location, which is the place that I definitely need to have a party like that. Okay. Well, also, just so you know, I. I'm Jay. <laughs> and I'm Ray. And this is He Said, He Said, the podcast that makes you go home. Yeah. We're back for another week. We want to remind you to rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on all forms of social media as well as on all streaming services. We are at He Said, He Said Pod. We love reviews and subscriptions. So we're looking to you, yeah, you, to do that. <laughs> and not just that, we're also looking <laughs> to everyone. To please be sure to tell a friend to tell a friend. Yes, okay? and we also want to say thank you for Timoteo for um, joining us last week. It was definitely a mood. You know, it's, people definitely sent through the DMs and said, who is he? I need to know him, his voice. Oh. And I said, there's the Instagram handle. Oh, okay. We, they, we matched, were, they were not, they were cisgendered, but they were not heterosexual. That <laughs> oh, so. okay. All right. He well, has fans in these streets. Well, never mind then, because that's not going to work for him. <laughs> for sure. But, Ray, yeah. let's get started yeah. with the show. Okay. 
What so are we going to do Lavender Shaded this week? I think you should. What's your Lavender Shaded? I don't have one, so we'll just have whatever you have this week. Oh, okay. Well, isn't God grand? Um, <laughs> so I have a Shaded. Okay. My Shaded is to Ashley Judd. Okay. Um, the actress. The uh-huh. actress. Formerly, she formerly looked like Ashley Judd. Now she looks like a pussycat. <laughs> it looks like she sh- could have been in see. the movie Cats. <laughs> Um, she literally looks like she, you know, just basically go and Google Ashley Judd. She looks puffy, but not Diddy. Wait, puffy. But, but in the movie Cats without the CGI. Yes, without the CGI. She actually, well, the reason why I'm shading it is because A, her looks, like being the primary thing, is that she went overboard with this plastic surgery shit, and she literally looks like a cat. Um, but the reason why, how I came up is I was on Twitter and she actually d- was doing some calling, okay. um, cold calling for Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I was like, wait, cold calling? Cold so calling Elizabeth who? Warren like <laughs> retweeted the, the video. Yes. And uh, I was, Oh, and you were in shock at the I was shooketh. <laughs> I, I was shook. I, first of all, I had to be reminded who Ashley Judd was. Wait. Why did you have to be reminded? You just forgot? Yeah. Um, because what she's been do- what has she been doing? What's she's been involved in the Weinstein okay. Mishigash. Well, that's that. But she yeah. also has been involved with a plastic surgeon. Because <laughs> well, as listen, I said, it was she's been involved with a plastic surgeon for a couple of decades. She's been around point. the world, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> well, you know, so I mean, but the sad part of the story What's is the sad part? that um, one of the reasons that she hasn't been acting is because of Harvey Weinstein. And also because who the fuck is casting a Catwoman to play anyone but a cat? You know what? You know what? I'm going to need you to be more sensitive I'm not sensitive in to these streets. that has okay. um, personal loans to make their lips look like cheeks. Okay, she doesn't need like loans. She's got money. Okay, bless her. But she, you would have seen a lot more of her. The point that I'm trying to make is you would have seen a lot more of her if, uh, what's his name? You know, old... Uh, what was the woman saying? The woman, I don't know if you saw, but in the Weinstein trial, the woman it. said that it looked like he didn't have a penis. Like oh he my. just had balls. Barbie? Yeah. Oh and so my. she thought that he had some type of a like like sexual like organ condition. That it went inside, not outside? <laughs> right. Like she was a little what confused. What does that have to do with her face looking like that? Because <laughs> I'm like, I'm still <laughs> Because I'm saying that she was blackballed by Harvey Weinstein, and that's why you had to be reminded of who oh, she okay, is. Got it. I'm tracking because now. otherwise she would have still been making movies. She was like the biggest actress for the longest time. I still don't. I'm sorry <laughs> to this woman. I don't know this woman. You are also a little younger than I am. So, well, speaking fine. of a little younger than you, we're gonna slide into um, or a little. Oh older wait, than you. so I do have a. Um, do I do have, have a shaded. Oh okay. Yeah, I have a. <laughs> I have a shaded. To um, the Iowa um, Democratic Party uh-huh. and all the fuckery that happened oh, with the uh, with yeah. the, the caucus. Yeah. First of all, wait, no, I'm a cha- I'm changing my my shaded. Oh, okay. In real time. Already? Yeah. Okay. God, you're Never so mind. decisive. So week. no, so shaded to the fucking Iowa Democrat, you know that because that was bullshit. But also shaded to the caucus yeah. process in general. Okay. It's stupid. It's antiquated, and we need to get rid of it. I don't understand. This is not how you need to choose who you want to run for any type of office, okay? I can't see doing a caucus to find a fucking president for, like, the school student union. Why would you want a caucus to find out who the president is? What I'm confused by is why it's a call a caucus, and why are all the states (laughs) that we're seeing Caucasian? (laughs) Do you think that it's racially charged? Do you think it's a conspiracy? 
It is. I wondered too when I looked it up. I couldn't find anything, any like uh, parallels this or is a long love and a shade. It. What? This is our show. We can do what I'm we want. Hungry and this food smells delicious. <laughs> Stay on track, dude. I am. Okay, I am. anyway. Okay, like I said, shaded to caucuses. And also, you know, I have multiple shaded this week. Oh, this is... Well, I welcome to race. I also want to shade the fact that the Democrats are starting their primaries in the most lily-white states. So we had Iowa, Lily which white. was a fucking nightmare. And then we just had... What was it? New Hampshire. New so Hampshire. you had these states... What's next, Montana? They have no flavor. What's next? Okay. Okay, they have no flavor. Okay, well, okay. they're not Laurie's. And that's one of the reasons why the the actual candidates with flavor were Are basically down. forced to leave the race because they were trending downward in these uh, early states. So fuck the whole process at ooh, this point. Wow. That's my shade in. Okay, one of your shade <laughs> this week. One All right, we're going to move into Unfiltered Unbothered, and the first topic is you, Ray. So what is oh, on this? Oh, it is me. Do- this docket of topics. Okay, so speaking of no flavor, we had our 92nd annual White People's yes. Achievement in Film Awards <laughs> that just aired on February 9th. Yes. Also known as the Oscars, the Academy Awards, whatever you want to call it. But Correct. we all know what it really is. So I didn't watch this year. Um, I felt like low-key... Jay wanted to watch. I didn't want to watch. I didn't want to be like informed. <laughs> we do an entertainment podcast, so okay. it's important for us to know what's yeah. happening in these streets. Okay. So, I mean, I can't speak too much to what actually happened besides, like, the recap that recaps. I watched. And then there was this weird, in the beginning, they had this weird tokenism that they did. Oh, uh, Where Monet. they had Janelle Monet come out. But I don't know if you noticed. And Billy there, Porter. And Billy Porter. But there was actually a rhyme to that. What so she it? came out singing, um, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Uh-huh. Yes, Won't You Be My Neighbor? Like Mr. Fucking Rogers. Yeah. And then she went into her song, um, which I can't remember what the song is called. From like two albums ago. Yeah, but if you didn't notice, she actually shouted out movies like Queen and Slim, uh, Dolomite Is I My Name, and Us, while the dancers who were behind her were actually dressed in costumes from those films. Oh, shit, I didn't notice I that. I didn't catch that. Because you were shading shit. I was shading it. Because I put it on and I was like, oh, Janelle Monet opened. You're like, we're watching that shit. But I mean, I don't know. Does that make it better or does that make it worse that they know that they have a problem? Uh, I think it makes it better for Janelle because she's <laughs> being an advocate for yeah. her people. Yeah. Her people being queer, also being women, um, women and also being of color. She, she, she texts all the boxes. The, uh, Janelle Monet is everything. And Billy Porter, you know, is also everything. So. Yeah. I'm here for it. Um, I was here for the opening. I also was here for Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. Kirsten Wiig. I don't know if you saw a snippet. They basically are campaigning to host the Oscars. Oh. Like, probably not. Have they hosted something together? No, I don't think so. But, like, probably not purposely hosting. Like, I don't know if they're campaigning on purpose, but it's like, they were funny as fuck. You you should go on YouTube and watch it. Yeah. No, I feel like they've done that shtick before. Well, they're also, because they did the Golden Globes. That was the one they did it before. Yeah. Yeah. And and Amy Poehler and um, Tina Fey did that too. Tina Fey actually host the Globes. I think they're doing it next year. Well, Parasite was the win of all wins. Which, that's a bright spot because Parasite, for anybody who doesn't know, that's a 2019 South Korean dark comedy thriller. And it's all subtitles. Say that five times fast. Um, and uh, this was actually the first non-English film, non-English language film, 
to win uh, the best picture. And he won Academy best director Award. and he won best foreign film. So he like yeah. swept the categories yeah. that um, he was nominated in. So yeah. cheers that was great. to um, his name is Bong. I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher this. I apologize. That was Boon. Isn't it Boon? Boon, Bong <laughs> June Ho. Oh June, yes. Um, so cheers to that. Also Brad Pitt won, Laura Dern won. Who cares about them? Um, the the Renee Zellweger who looked oh. like just uh, um, Ashley Judd another cat lady. looks like yeah. Renee Zellweger again. oh yeah uh, she had her work redone she had a reverse reverse <laughs> girl I didn't know you could have work redone she did one hop this time like how does that work how do you get it redone I don't know so you cheers. know who needs a redo doctor Little Kim Little Kim what what <laughs> no no well <laughs> speaking of redoing yes. Oh, the wait, no, no, no. You're what? skipping shit. No, 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 no don't do bitch. that. I ain't skipping nothing. So, nothing yes, that you I are. thought was important. No, oh, Eminem. I forgot yeah. about Eminem. He came out and did oh, Lose I Yourself. Don't, okay, you just keep mentioning more and more white people. Didn't you hear how I started this story? I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, so Hair Love won Best Animated oh, Short yes. Film, which was the only winning work that was created by black folk. But for anybody who doesn't know what Hair Love is, it's pretty amazing. It's a 2019 American animated short film written and directed yes. by Matthew A. Cherry, co-produced by Karen Rupert Tolliver. It follows yes. the story of a man who must do his daughter's hair for the first time, a black man, yes. and features Issa Rae as the voice of the mother. Yes. The film was produced after a 2017 Kickstarter campaign and was also released as a children's book in May 2019. So, did you black see that he tweeted? What? He, what did he tweet? It was, he tweeted, like, he shared... He shared a retweet of him saying in like 2016, "I have an idea. Is any is there are there any 3D animators out there?" Okay. And then he got someone, and they made the film. They so made it happen. Shout that, out to that. That just goes to show you, you know, if you believe in yourself, if you're creative, you can create. Yes, just do it. Whatever that thing is, just like this, what we're doing. Here we are. <laughs> Speaking of creating things, yes. Lori Harvey created a storm. Because um, in Atlanta, where she is currently residing with her husband, or I'm sorry, boyfriend future, the master of all fuck boys, um, <laughs> sh- right now... He is their leader. <laughs> two unident- unidentified men tried and failed to seal her car, which was parked in a parking garage last week, and ultimately they made it off with a duffel bag full of Wait, clothes. was it a garage or a gas station? Well, in my in my research, it said garage. Really? It was. Yeah. A, there was a video. I thought it was a gas station. But go on. Well, the 23-year-old is a stepdaughter of Family Feud, Centipede Mustache, um, Steve Harvey. Um, I thought that was his actual daughter, so but it's his did stepdaughter. I. So it's so funny that you say that because that was the first thing that I did was I was like, I keep hearing her name. Me too. I don't know who she is besides the fact that she's associated with... Um, as you said, what did you say? Mustache? Centipede mustache. Centipede mustache. Okay. I knew she was associated with him, and I knew that it was a daughter situation, but, but I was didn't. like, I don't remember him having, like, a kid. Well, I mean, I never was in his ovaries, no. so I didn't know. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. stupid. But, yeah, so I, I watched the video, and I thought it was interesting because she really was, like, trying to fight this She man. was gully. She was trying to fight. Well, this you man. know, the car was a 2020 Rolls Royce, which is so the other thing where I was like, "What does she do? Nothing. She is in these streets. She don't do nothing." Let me tell you, when I binged her, you know, I usually Google, oh, you binged, but I binged. This oh, week. you're such a bitch. <laughs> Bing bong boom. So what it says is, Lori Harvey is an American uh-huh. model, okay, Instagram star. Oh, come on. And social media personality oh. from Memphis, Tennessee. It's me too. She is famously known as Steve Harvey's stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. Currently, she is represented by Select Model Management in Europe, 
and oh, LA models in the USA in case come anyone on. wants to book her. Come on, bitch. I think the only thing she's getting booked for is arm candy these days. Well, she also was getting booked. Um, I don't know if you know, but she pled not guilty. She pled not guilty to oh. uh, for a hit and run. So <laughs> she's getting booked there as well. But in I'm this sorry. in this topic around her car getting broke into, mm-hmm. she told the police that after getting out of her car, she walked back to get to the vehicle to get at some things. She did. It's on video. She the sus she at which point a suspect described a young black man got into the driver's seat in attempt to steal the vehicle. And then that's what you said, right, when she got gully and was ready to she put them hands she up. She really was trying to fight. Both sex suspects then got back into their Honda SUV. <laughs> Hyundai SUV. Not Honda. Wow. And according to the police, they 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 fled the scene. All they grabbed was that red duffel bag full of clothes. So they didn't get much. But now screen time. So what did you see that what she realized as she was like trying to fight the guy off? Is that all she had to do was walk away from the car because it, it can't start if the key is too far oh, away shit. from it? Well, because it's rich. <laughs> That's rich. I don't know nothing about that girl. Well, I mean, neither do they because they were driving a Hyundai. No offense to anybody who drives a Hyundai. That's but not shade. A Hyundai and a Rolls Royce are in two completely different Absolutely worlds. Absolutely. <laughs> two very different things. I mean, so if you had a Rolls Royce. And you got out of the car to go into the back, uh-huh. and someone jumped into the driver's seat. What would you do? Would you try to fight them? Or well, first would you of just all, be like, if I had a, if I had enough insurance money to have a Rolls Royce, I would not have a Rolls Royce. I would have a driver to drive me everywhere. <laughs> okay, I'm not driving shit. If I can afford a Rolls Royce, I can afford a driver to be on their my back and call. I think rich people still like to have their autonomy. Now then, I will get a scooter. What you going you going to steal my moped? Cuz those things are normal. So you would never have a Rolls-Royce. That's, no. what, that's what you're saying. No, I don't okay. need that shit. Yeah. I wouldn't fight someone for a car. If I wouldn't fight something Cuz you never because, know. Yeah, you never know. They can pull a gun out and then that's the end. That's all she wrote over a car and granted it might be a half a million dollar car, but it's still just a car. That's not new money shit. She was about to fight over a damn Rolls-Royce. I know because that's the funny thing is if she is actually his stepdaughter, that means she is new money. Because how yeah. long has he been with Marjorie? Uh, not long. Not that long. She's long enough maybe, to change her last name? Maybe a decade. Long enough to change her last well, name? Well, because she was a kid, I'm sure. She when was they 13 got then, because yeah, she's yeah. 23. Yeah. Well, shout out to her and her pockets, because future is her future. So it wouldn't be a surprise if she pops out a little baby. Yes, okay. And, and, sh- and speaking of um, pockets. Popping out babies? <laughs> no pocket. Oh. So Erica Badu has decided oh to uh, debut a perfume. Not a in perfume, bitch. A candle. Of her lady pocket. And when I say lady pocket, I mean vagina. Pussy. <laughs> well, also, before you say that, she's not the first one to do this. A vagina scented uh-huh. candle. Our good girlfriend. Oh, wait. No, no, no. Gwyneth I'm sorry. Paltrow. Erica Badu is not a candle. I don't know why that says candles. Oh. It's incense for Erica oh, well, Badu. I, Gwyneth Paltrow. Gwyneth Paltrow did the candle. Has a candle that yeah, smells yeah. like her vagina, which yeah. smells like. I was like, wait a second. That doesn't sound right. It yeah. smells unscented. <laughs> I mean, she's basically, I mean, in regards to Erica, she announced doing this whole basically line, not just, not just candle. Like she's going to have t-shirts and she's going to, I forget what they, she called it. Um, but anywho. Well, incense. Yeah. But she's going to have incense. She's going to have candles. And I did research ab- about what will this smell like? Yeah. I would like to love to know that. So first and foremost, Christopher <laughs> Gordon, who is a perfumer from Los Angeles, did a deep interview with 
um, one of my sources. Um, <laughs> one of your sources? Yeah. me, bitch. The market for celebrity fragrance, he says, has been plummeting. Nobody wants to buy celebrity fragrance anymore, and the only way to do it is to create some kind of sensation. So he said her doing this and Gwyneth Paltrow doing this is intentional to create buzz. Um, and also, I don't know, remember like a few weeks ago, there was a can- there was this um, meme going around, or actually a candle being sold. It was like, this smells like my penis. Yeah, but I think that came out after the, the Gwyneth the Paltrow thing yeah. from Goop. Well, Erica Badu, you know, she she said to um, in her in, in a recent interview um, with Ten Magazine that she took pairs of her panties, cut them up into small pieces, burned them, and then presented that as the scent, even the ashes. Is Erica Badu okay? Well, Has I anyone checked on Erica today. Well, just so you know, her this brand will be called Badu Pussy. <laughs> um, and will be available to purchase on February 20th, 20th, right after Valentine's Day. Shout out to Erica Badu and her foolishness, because that right there is making coins off of nothing. I mean, you know, because Erica has a history of being somewhat problematic. She's like kind yes. of judgmental. Um, a history, alleged yeah, history. No, not alleged. I mean, in things that she's said and she's posted before. But this is kind of like... Um, Who's gonna buy that? Well, like, People, who, like other who, than Common and who what is was it? who is Andre the customer? Thousand, I don't know. Who's the customer? Anyone that's a creep? Like they don't. They already know. They don't. You know those two that you just named. They don't need it. But I mean, like, what is the? I don't get who that is. Who's the I think it's just for Buzz. I'm wondering if they actually will sell or if this was just for Buzz as well. Buzz for what? For her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, clearly she doesn't need that either. She doesn't. No but I mean, can you imagine if other people started doing this? This becomes a trend, like Mama June. Yeah, no, I want this trend to die. The, the trend should be dead. Well, now. Mama June. Yes, Mama June. What about Mama? She June? Um, has been actively not involved in this new season of what's her show called? The it's Hat called the Mama June from oh, no. Not to Hot. But this new installment has the added family crisis. Because Mama June has been in these streets, yes. um, as we reported before, she was um, uh, in. She was arrested um, for having crack cocaine possession, yeah, and other forms of drugs, yeah, alleged drugs at a gas station, yeah. Um, but this new season, um, well, the show in general, just to remind everyone, it was it, it was to basically document June, Mama June, her weight loss from 460 pounds to 160 pounds. Um, and after three seasons of production, she has decided, as you said, not to be a part of the season. I don't know if it was decided or decided for her by WeTV, which I thought this was on Lifetime or TLC, because their old show was on TLC. So I was surprised it was on WeTV. I feel like those networks are affiliated somehow. Probably. But so, I mean, a family is saying that they're happy that, that you know, she's not going to be able to make any money because, you know, they figure it's going to go to drugs, obviously, because... It's been well documented that she has a problem. Yes. I mean, we saw it. I mean, I when I Googled her, babe, mm-hmm. the first couple in, um, images were of her in the back of seat of a sheriff's car. Oh, yeah, from the gas station. Yeah. We, we reported that. And she looked real distraught. I mean, the interesting thing about Mama June for me, though, is that I remember when they had the show with Honey Boo Boo or whatever, and she yeah. was the coupon and queen. And the thing that they kept saying about her was, 
oh, she's, you know, she may seem like she's backwoods or whatever, however you want to say it, low class, but she's putting all this money aside for Honey Boo Boo. Like, and they're eating, school. like, what were they eating? They were eating, um, <laughs> uh, they were eating pasta with ketchup. Yeah, they were. Um, but, I mean, it, it was just interesting because it's an interesting, not fall from grace, but, like, turn of events because they painted this picture of her in the media that she was like this mom. woman who had this good head on her shoulders. Like, hey, she's saving money with the couponing, which is still so stupid to me. Why couponing is, is ridiculous. I mean, it's a lifestyle for you to buy more. Like, it's that takes conspicuous consumption to a really ridiculous Conspicu- level. Conspicuous consumption. Consumption. Consuming oh, okay. of goods. Okay. So I'm just like I was confused. I never really got that because they're buying more of all these things than they really can use. Because so she had like, like a whole. Thing so then, what really is the point of it? But getting back to what it's I like was going saying, to Costco. like they painted this picture of her as being this person who really had a good head on her shoulders, yeah. and it's like I don't know what went wrong, and when she ended up strung out on crack cocaine because that's just so and crazy. And at the gas station, eating. but she also was with Sugar Bear, who he turned out to be some type of a sex. Well, now she's with Gino. And Gino apparently is a bad boy. So. I mean, he's clearly a drug addict as well. Well, allegedly. he's a bad boy. Allegedly. And he apparently they have been having lots of court dates. <laughs> Date night at the courthouse. I mean, but with the show, it's weird because she's a central figure. Obviously, the fucking show is named after yeah. her. But what they're saying and what TMZ was reporting is that she won't be sitting down for any interviews in front of the Wii TV camera. Of course not. And that she wouldn't be paid because of that. Um, wow. And even though it was actually promoted on her on Mama June's Instagram page, then who's doing it? It's the manager apparently that is promoting the show. Uh, so she um, doesn't have through her, have socials, to uh, her socials. I don't know. They said that her appearances, um, you know, will be from clips, which again is weird. I don't know. This whole thing is very weird to me. To have and a show that's so ca- showcased on her, right? Because my thing is, do you really want your mother to get well? Because if you really want her to get well, then just focus on that instead of having yeah. a TV show. That she's not going to benefit from, so that means the family is benefiting and like who's, from it. Who, who's managing the money? The family's getting the money, obviously, because I bet you soup to nuts that they have the same manager. Uh, so the manager's just got So it's sense. like, it just, it, it all feels really fucking, like, inappropriate to me. And It does. I mean, I, I wish Mama June well, I Parenting guess. go wrong. I mean, it's beyond parenting. I mean, not even just parenting, bitch. It also is plastic surgery going wrong. And I just go to show you, her like, her surgery wasn't wrong. Her surgery was good. It, it, it changed her, though. You it think the surgery her. is what changed her? Yeah, because then she got skinny and she was like, come on, let's go to the club. <laughs> the, no. The club. I don't know what that is. Medea. <laughs> <laughs> and they drove their 4x4 four four to the club. That's a mess. That's what they did. All right. So moving on. The next story is actually a pretty good one. Oh, yeah. This is good. Um, Good parenting. Yes. Yes. From bad, very bad parenting to good parenting. Yes. So we've talked before about Dwayne Wade. We talked about Dwayne Wade's um, one child. Um, And now we've got more information about uh, this particular child um, where he's actually revealed being Dwayne being he. Um, that his 12-year-old now identifies as female, yeah. saying that his child asked him and his wife, Gabrielle Union, to call her Zion. Yes. So um, what he went on to say was, Zion, born as a boy, came home and said, hey, so I want to talk to you guys. I think going forward, I'm ready to live my truth. And this was on this the Ellen beautiful. show. He went on to say, and 
and well, she went on to say, and I want to be referenced as she and her. Yes. I would love for you guys to call me Zaya. So this is really pretty extraordinary, I think, because I think what it does is it puts Dwayne Wade, who was someone that I was never really checking for in any me either in any <laughs> and Gabrielle significant way. No, but specifically in terms him of because he's a he's a dude. True. He's a straight dude. He's a straight dude who was actually or is famous for, um, you know, excelling in a sport. Sports is not very heteronormative. Sports is very heteronormative. Sports is very, you know, ultra-masculine in a lot of ways in a lot of different sports. Yeah. So it puts him in this very unique category of allies where, you know, it's great to have allies, but I think that not all allies are created equal. It's true. And I think that for him to be an ally actually is a little bit more significant because of what he's known for. And for other men, you know, straight cisgender men out there yes. and also straight cisgender women Shit, out there who don't understand, you know, you know, this whole idea of, um, you know, people being transgender. This is like a teachable moment for them. I think, you know what I liked about this whole interview with Ellen mm-hmm. is that he like, he not only spoke about his daughter's truth, but he also yeah. spoke about being helping how it how him and Gabrielle were able to navigate this conversation with their now their daughter and how it has taught them what how to parent. Right. And I think that's what I really enjoyed in look in watching the clip and hearing and hearing more about it and also Obviously, with Twitter, they immediately went into, like, oh, you know, cares? good, bad, and ugly, you know, backlash, retweets. Trolls go back under the bridge. Ultimately, this just basically, you need to t- this is a, should be a teaching moment for anyone that is a parent or wants to be a parent, that every child deserves your attention. Every child deserves you to pause and listen. Um, I don't know if you saw, Ray, but the video that Gabrielle reposted of them driving, I think... Um, they were, Zaya was driving like a golf cart. Yeah, yeah. And they were clearly, they were definitely golfing. And they were talking um, about, like, she, Zaya was talking about the importance of living her truth. And that, you know, she wishes everyone could be like that. And yeah. that sometimes, like, living your life as someone else is not fun and it's not fulfilling. So I'm here for it. Yeah, no, people should definitely, like, YouTube or Google that video because I thought it was pretty extraordinary just because of her age. Yeah. For her to kind of be dropping that, that kind of wisdom. Okay. And um, did you also know that Gabrielle and um, Dwayne, when they when they found this out with their daughter, they um, they what they did was they went and found Pose, the people, the actors and actresses in Pose, uh-huh. um, and met with them to learn more about how do I, like, how do I as a parent, you know, advocate for my child yeah. and my parent. As a yeah. parent. No, and I, that's the one thing where I can say that I really love. We talked before about how Dwayne basically was like, look, like, I'm the head of my family. And, like, it's my job to support my yeah. kids. And, like, you know, whatever they need, I'm here for them. So I love it. It's very extraordinary. I'm, you know, super. I'm actually kind of excited about it, which in Me a too. weird way because it's kind of like you it doesn't. Right doesn't have much of a bearing on, on my life but but it has something to do with the culture it definitely is a cultural moment because when i think about it i'm like even though we had magic johnson you know with what's magic ej ej with ej johnson and magic johnson you know obviously being accepting of ej probably after you know some work 
But also Magic Johnson, isn't he the one that's positive? Yeah. So well, I, no, I thought they said he was cured. I, but I think that, that probably also allowed him to learn more about... Maybe. But I mean, queer with, culture. with Magic Johnson, it was much um, quieter. Acceptance. Oh, for sure. And what I think sets this apart is that Dwayne Wade is like head on, like, no, like, I want to talk about this. Okay. And I'm going to put myself in a position to be a champion for this. And so. I, I, I'm here for it. And I, and to your point, I, it, I kind of wonder maybe if Gabrielle doesn't have something to do with that. Oh, she which, for sure does. You know, it's great. If, I mean, I feel like Gabrielle has all the queens with her. Oh, and for sure. And she's like, you know, she's an icon, legend in these streets. I want to yeah. know her skin regimen. Oh I want to know God. what she eats, <laughs> what she doesn't eat. And regarding the trolls, trolls belong under bridges. Oh. Fuck them. Ooh. Who cares? No one cares what the they have to this say. Week. Yeah. I have lots of fucks lots of weeks. Oh, you're in your bag. Do you listen week. to the pod? Oh. oh. Well, <laughs> speaking of fucks. <laughs> so, Miss J, Alexander, um, I don't know if anyone rem- remembers Miss J, but sh- she, they, are from uh, Do we America's know how Miss J model. identifies? Because I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't think they, that Miss J has ever said. But because they always refer to Miss J as he on on America's Next Top Model. Yes. Well, HBO is coming out with a ballroom voguing competition series called Legendary. Yes. And I'm here for it. However, when I'm I questioned and I actually was having um, some conversation with Ron, our guest from a few weeks back, uh-huh. around the panel of judges. Which include? Wait, who are the judges? Do we have all their names? Um, I don't have all of them, but I have some. The the few that su- um, surprised me was Megan The Stallion, <laughs> and also why Miss J is in this in these topic is because Jamil Jamila Jamil from The Good Place. Yeah, she. We've was, talked about her on a pod yes. before. She's very active in these uh, internet streets. Well, she media. was active as being asked to be a judge. Um, and there was a bunch of backlash because she also promptly revealed that she was queer. And Miss J was like, queer girl. In what way? She was like, girl, just come out and be queer done with how? it. So she said that she never officially. I need, I need receipts. Queer how? She didn't go into much detail. She just said that the reason why she never officially came out as queer was because of her being a, a brown woman and in her, in her, um, in her, like, where she's from, she didn't feel like she'd be accepted. Okay. So her way of coming out, but you know, it's her journey. She put a, a rainbow on her, her on her name on Twitter, which was her way of coming out. Um, and she was announced as a judge on this show called Legendary, which will be a battle um, series uh, around voguing, as we mentioned. And there's just for me, I feel like a lot of backlash because they just feel like people that have been a part of the scene or are a part of the scene were not engaged. Luxury Law, I think, is um, one of the judges, which is fine because he's queer. But um, one person that I was surprised wasn't involved was Tracy, who was from Transparent. Uh, remember Tracy from Transparent? She was the one that, like, she also was on the show, the David show we watched on um, OWN. Anywho. David makes man? Yeah. Tracy Lizette, she is heavily in the ball scene. She actually has been a mother of a house for over a decade. And people call her legendary in the ball scene. She just said, I love all that she stands for being Jamila. She's like, but I have questions on who made these decisions because... The network. She is not queer. She a may net- say she's queer, a, but a she's not visibly queer. who have no idea even about the culture. Besides fucking Madonna Are you going to watch the this? 90s. 
Um, I mean, I'll probably sample it at least. I mean, here's my thing. So what doesn't make sense to me um, with this actual announcement is the fact that there aren't any people who are from the actual culture. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's almost as if we're pretending that there aren't, like, any people who are who would be considered to be a luminary and then, in and that particular, just, like, culture. And it's funny because I follow this one Instagram. Um, well, what's it called? It's, it's Instagram page wow. or account that's called Cunty Vogue. Okay. Oh, you are homosexual. <laughs> so, Cunty Vogue. So, that's K-U-N-T-Y-V-O-G-U-E. Come on, Cunty Vogue. So, that's a problem that I have, which is because there are clearly luminaries in the ball scene yes. that could have been chosen for this. And one of the ones that comes to my mind because of Cunty Vogue is Deshaun Wesley, yes. who is a pretty famous voguer in the ball scene yes. right now. And that's the one thing where... I think for a lot of people, they think the ball scene is something that happened. That was. It happened, and it's like a historical reference, and it's not. This is something that actually is alive and well now. So why wouldn't thriving. You, why wouldn't you pull someone for at least one person from the scene? No one. And then have other people who are more famous to bring people to watch. Because if you think about it, if we go back to America's Next Top Model is a great example. No one knew any of the judges okay. who were on the panel. But Tyra. We only knew Tyra. Yeah. So get yourself, you know, and get but, yourself but, a Tyra. But Tyra was actually from the fashion community, True. at least. Um, but True. I mean, again, you can pull one person who's an actual expert and then pull other people who like, are not experts Megan Thee Stallion. who will bring eyeballs. They pick Megan Thee Stallion because she's hot. And well, to your she, point, this bitch is cooling off as far as To I'm me, concerned. I feel like her boil has boiled. <laughs> her boil has boiled? Yes. The, I'm not the water has that. boiled over. I feel like Megan Thee Stallion is in the valley right now, and she is galloping, trying to find a hit. No shame. No album out, no nothing, and now she's going to be a judge on the show. Like, who is she, Cardi B? So, I mean, I thought it was interesting that Miss J came out and was like, girl... He's like, Girl, queer, whatever. just come out and then I'll support you. But queer is cute. But tell me more. Tell me more. She doesn't want to tell us nice because car. I'm sorry. It's probably not true. Well, you know she what? She kissed a girl and she liked it in college. And now she thinks she's We're queer. not going to judge her on her journey. Girl, get your life together. What we're going to judge is I'm HBO. judging her. Until she shows receipts, I'm judging her. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. I need proof. You need proof in the pudding? I need proof in all the pudding. Well, so does Chicago. <laughs> Not the musical, but the I mean, city. I didn't even really want to talk about this. So, Jesse, just to update with Jesse Smollett, we told you we'd give you updates. I he mean, was indicted with six accounts. I mean, basically, the court case is not over. He'll be there in the end of the month. And who knows what will happen? He might go to jail. They're going to put him in jail. That's what's going to happen. He might cross. He might collect $200 and he crosses. I'm sorry, but I'm going to get up on my soapbox. Oh, come again, on, soapbox. Just like I did at the beginning of this episode. Come so on, with all of the fuckery that's going on in yes, this world, soapbox, yes. Okay, for them to be trying to throw the book at this man for this and uh, his for this alleged alleged victimless yes. crime. I mean, can we all just get past it at this point? I mean, can we? I mean, I don't. I know. don't know. Apparently not. And it's funny because the one thing that Jesse said that I found interesting was that it was suspicious that they're now bringing this indictment against him yeah. like two weeks or two months I think before Kim Fox runs again for um, state's attorney yes I saw her tweet 
that she was like, oh, you know, so what, hopefully this is built on facts and or something. So what, what I think, you know, what his lawyers are angling and what they're saying is that this is actually a political play that yes. has a little bit less to do with Jussie than it does um, to do with politics in Chicago and then wanting to get this black woman out of office. What is with all this race talk this week? It's lots of race. <laughs> I mean, you started with the episode with race. I mean, because it's important. It is very important. <laughs> I hope that Jesse doesn't go to jail. I hope he goes to, um, what's it called? What? When you're a juvenile. A juvenile? Like, what is it called? Like, what is it called? Um, I don't know what you're talking detention. about. Detention. Juvenile detention? Yeah, that's where he needs to go he's for adults. A, he's a whole man. Do they have adult attention detention? <laughs> like, a, like minimum security, like correctional facility? I feel like they should. <laughs> I feel like they should. I oh hope so. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> with you. Because I don't enough. think he'll survive in jail. I think that he will be someone, someone. I mean, he'll, I don't know. I can't speak to that. But I really just think that this is a total waste of time. I agree. Waste of time, waste of taxpayers' money, Agreed. waste of a headline. Agreed. We've all moved past it. But you know Chicago was out in these streets trying to get shit done. Between Robert and now Jesse, <laughs> they said this 2019 was not our year. 2020 is our no, year. No, because Jesse, no, Jesse's, that's different because, you know, Kim is the one who's gunning for R. Kelly. That's true. So we'll see what happens. We I will. guess we'll report back or whatever. Or, or forward. <laughs> You know, Jesse, like, uh, he loves the Jacksons. He loves Michael Jackson Ooh. in particular. Come on, you know who happy. I love? Who? Janet Jackson. Oh, Miss <laughs> Jackson, if you're nasty. I am filthy. So I love Miss oh. Jackson. And she just announced not just a brand new album. Oh, come on. But a brand new tour. Oh. Take all my motherfucking money. She did. <laughs> Today. All right, so details. The new album and tour are titled Black Diamond. Black Diamond. Yes. Which, why is it called Black Diamond? Oh, she tells a story. She said because di- Black Diamonds the Black are, the Diamond hardest are the hardest to cut. To cut. Yes. And she, and said she that feels like come on. over the past few years, she's been through a lot. And she realized just how strong she is. And here we are. And that's why she called it Black Diamond. And that's what the tour Which will be called. And did also you, the so album. You watched Fallon. I did. She was on Fallon. Uh-huh. What did you think of the interview? I thought it was cute. I mean, so did I. I, I think cute. that her giggles were cute. You know, she's definitely. Did you think her giggles were cute? For me, I feel like Jenna Jackson, her, her Jackson is a whisper down the lane type bitch. Yeah. And I felt like she actually was speaking, but it still felt yeah, soft. Yes, she was. I noticed that. I'm intrigued by this era that we're about to be introduced. Because yeah. I want to know if it's going to be like. A new, like, grown and sexy, or if it's that's what I want. Her titties were out on Fallon. That doesn't mean much because the titty was out before, so (laughs) that's true. The titties go in and out, they go in and then they go out. Somebody on Facebook in the the one Jan Jackson Uh, Facebook group that I'm in, don't judge me. (laughs) He was like, You heard that? The one Jan Jackson, I'm only in one, allegedly. Go ahead. So, anyway, he was like. Uh, she better not come out here all sexy on the flyer because if you've seen the actual flyer <laughs> for the tour, yeah. she's in this like strapless white thing oh, where like that. her shoulders are exposed. He was like, she better not be all sexy in the flyer and then come out on a stage raped in, in robes and sheets. And That's what it will be because Janet Jackson loves a good sheet with a hole in it. You know what? Don't shave my queen. It's all for her. The queen mother. Uh huh. Okay. At fifty three. There you go. Is going on tour again, which begins June 24th in Miami. 
with shows scheduled in the U.S. and Canada. Yeah. She says she's going to have European dates in the future. So they're coming. Europe be shading the fuck on her. He'd be like, bitch, yeah, you have fans outside back. the States. When are you coming back? But you know what? It might be it might be PTSD. That's why she's not going over there. Well, I think the last European tour that she had to cancel All was for you? because of 9-11. Uh, oh, shit. Bitch, 2001? <laughs> That was a long time ago, bitch. I may, I, I mean, I think when that I, was when several I, faces ago. <laughs> Not faces, just it's just filler. Okay, well, honey, <laughs> fill that up, Buttercup. So she has thirty-four North American dates that have been announced so far. Um, we will be seeing her in Portland, Oregon. We in Portland, I can't wait. I know it's we're gonna, gonna have so granola, exciting. and we're gonna listen to Janet. It's gonna be great in August, which hopefully it won't be too hot. In Portland, it shouldn't be. I don't know. It'll be a great time. It will be fantastic. I'm excited. Oh, I know you are. Are you, you excited? Are, you know what? I'm about excited. I'm I'm looking forward to the weekend getaway. <laughs> I am just hoping. Yeah, Because we too. saw, you know what? Uh-huh. I already know what you're going to say. I see the judgment in your eyes. There's no judgment. I'm hoping that we get the production level that we got in Vegas. Me too. That is the prices my we hope. pay, bitch. We she better be sweating. That is my. Hope. I better feel the sweat. <laughs> and I think we just might get that. I hope so. You know, we'll see. She still looks a little thick, though. She's gonna probably be thick when she gets on that stage in August. Well, bless her. That's fine. She she can do the moves thing. You know, because she wore a turtleneck and like a sheet when she was performing in Vegas. She wasn't wearing a turtleneck. Okay, we'll look after the show. Actually, maybe she was wearing a she turtleneck. Was. <laughs> she was. But the other interview that I listened to today was her was and Ryan Seacrest. Ryan Seacrest, how was and that? And it was awkward as fuck. Really? Because Ryan, apparently on his show, which I never listened to, he makes jokes. Oh, I don't, I don't and see I Ryan don't know funny. that side of Ryan Seacrest because I never thought he was funny I on American I don't Idol. Either. Um, but he makes these jokes and like he was talking to her because like they are they're friendly they know each other yeah they've met and he was trying to ask her questions about the album and what I found kind of irritating which wasn't really on him it was on her was yeah. that she didn't want to answer those questions and I could tell that they probably had a conversation about yeah. that beforehand and he asked <laughs> her anyway but then he would follow it up the awkwardness with these stupid jokes. Of course. So I was just like, this is weird. And then okay. he was like giving away tickets and shit and she was to like, other so people's what? shows. And, and then he's like, like, Camila Cabello tickets are coming. I'm like, bitch, I don't care about this. And Jenna was like, I'm a girl from the body. Look at that. <laughs> she was definitely just not here for it. I'm looking forward to the album. I, you know, I'm going to reserve judgment because the last album was not. It had a few bops, but it didn't bop. So I'm ready. It was grown and sexy. Well, I, I don't need grown. I need sexy. <laughs> I need more dancing. Me too. More like danceable music. Well, Black Diamond, like, it's, I don't know. We'll hopefully we'll get that with Black Diamond. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right, bitch. I think that does it for Unfiltered and Unbothered. Yeah, we're going to slide into what? Shuffle and repeat. Yes. First thing I'll talk about is her. Her is the artist that we have. I feel like we have talked about at nauseum with releasing new singles. She's a new Khalid. She released a new song, a new single called Comfortable. This sultry track, if you will, from, is from the romantic. It reminds film you of her the photograph. I was gonna get to that bitch. Yes, okay. Don't you're just gonna kill yeah, me? That's what the, you usually do to me. I figured I would do it to you. Okay. Well, it reminds me of her earlier work that I liked that no one else liked, and then all of a sudden everyone liked. You're a trailblazer. I am. I'm yes. blazing these streets. Taste well, maker. I really like the song. It, it, it is featured on. Um, the soundtrack of the photograph, which is Issa Rae and Lakeith 
Stanfield, the um, movie. The homophobe, yeah. It's coming out on Valentine's Day. The song is very love. I just need a fucking album from this bitch. I'm tired of these mixtapes. I'm tired of these singles. I need an album. I need a true tour. The message of the song is cute. I really like what she's trying to say around, like, you got to be comfortable. You can't always get what you want. Like, I'm here for it. I enjoy her very much. I Me too. Um, but this song, for me, is a little sleepy. And I usually do, like, you know, like, acoustic guitar on a track. Yeah. Little acoustic guitar moment. But um, for me, this is just a little bit like a lullaby. So, you know. And it was produced by our, one of our faves, DJ Camper. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, you know, I won't be adding this to a playlist. Oh, but it's cute. Shit. I am very eager to hear hers album. Me too. I bet. Oh, I mean, she has too. That's not that. Those weren't albums. Oh, allegedly. They just cobbled together her EP and called them. They albums. did. Not the same. Thing. I mean, I liked. I, I like a body of work from her. Me too. I need I a tour. I think she has some things to say, and I want to hear. I those need a things. tour. But so far, it's just been a little all over the place for me. I like it though. Yeah. Everything I like. I liked everything about it. Okay, and you don't. It's okay. It's not bad. It's just okay. I'm just tired of her releasing a 5011 song. <laughs> Speaking of 5011 songs, okay. Oh, God. The artist of artists who puts out a song, it seems like, every day or two. Every, every month he releases at least one song. So Khalid actually has a new song with Disclosure called Know Your Worth. And this is actually not the first song he's done with them. He had another song that. with them, I thought. No, I didn't think so. It wasn't them. Maybe it was no. some other like dance It people. must have been. This song, the new the song, Know Your Worth. Yeah. Um, it's interesting in that when I heard it, I immediately thought, okay, so they clearly wrote this or someone wrote this for Sam Smith. I said that too. It 100% that's funny. sounds like a Sam Smith song. Yes. I can hear Sam Smith singing it. Just the, the melodically, that, it sounds like. And him. even the way he's singing it is kind of yeah. like Sam Smith-like. Yeah. So that was a little weird for me, but not in a bad way. I have to say that. You liked it? It sounds different for him. Not for them. Different for him, the same for them. But I didn't mind. I don't mind it. I felt like the song itself, I, for me, Khalid has not been an artist I've been checking for. Like, I feel like Pink Sweats kind of took his, took his space in my playlist. Really? Like, I like Pink Sweats more than I like him. I don't feel like they're the same kind of artist. Though. But Khalid, this song to me, you know, it's, I don't need it. <laughs> and I felt like, I felt like he didn't, I felt like the listener doesn't know if they needed it either. Meaning you listening to the show today or listening to the show tomorrow. Like, I don't think you need it. Yeah, I mean, I think if you like Disclosure, you'll like this. It's just a snoozy. Like, Disclosure, to me, I feel like has they found their sound, but not everyone... I don't think that everyone is enjoying this new wave of collaborations. Because he did a song with... They did a song with... um, What was her Sam Smith, recently. Remember they did another song with Sam Smith and What's-Her-Name saying the, on it, that too? That was a huge hit. Yeah. Oh, what? No, that's not... That's not the song. It, oh. That's not... Um, I think disclosure. we're both, like, mixing up Disclosure oh, with other people. Too much. That was Calvin Harris. Oh, and that was a huge change. Okay, got it. Yeah, yeah I was wrong. I was totally wrong. It's okay, that's all right. <laughs> but you know what I'm here for, also, right? This, this is we're here, here at the fields, uh, here in Seattle, in Pioneer Square at Axis. And last time we were here was last year, and we actually saw this next artist perform. Paris Alexa is her name. She's from here in Seattle. We actually have reviewed. Her, one of her songs on uh, one of her episodes called um, Hang It Up Like a Flat Screen or something like that. Um, but anywho, this song in general, it's called Chocolate. 
Ooh, um, bitch, they playing Beyonce. And they are, and you're over here just shimmying your titties. So Paris Alexa, she said she wrote this song about how she felt when she looked in the mirror. She said she loves her blackness and all the riches of culture tied to her brown skin, and it deserves to be sung about. So apparently... Ray thinks that the song that I'm reviewing does not matter because he is lip syncing. No, don't say that. I love Paris Alexa. Okay, good. Don't disrespect her like that, okay? So I would say you may know Paris Alexa because she was on, um, what's the show she was on? Songland. Songland. Yeah. Where she um, was what's singing the, her song called Pity Party uh-huh. Char- with Charlie Puth. Is that uh, her name? Puth? Yeah. yeah. Um, she also has had songs. She's, she was just on tour, actually, with Xavier Omar. Um, she was here in Seattle on the, It was called the Hot Jobby Tour um, her, The visual for this song I don't know if you saw it Did you see? I did not She actually recorded it all in Seattle At black owned businesses Oh cool um, So you should definitely check that out Because it's a moment Paris Alexa is young She's R&B She You know She was She is just doing the shit Like when we met her She had less than 8,000 by 9,000 followers Now she has like 16,000 She Yeah her, e- her album about to come out in April. Like, she's doing things. Um, in fact, that I feel like we're about to see her blow up. I mean, big R&B um, news outlets are reviewing her music now. Like, R&B, well, yeah, I mean, rated. she was on a national television Yeah, show. so good so. for her. And she was good. Like, if you watch that show or if you've seen it. She was clip, she's really good. Like, she's so good that huge, I'll say the word again, luminaries yeah. in the music industry... We're like, whoa, she's fucking dope. So, do you like the song, Chocolate? Yeah, I do. So I like, like it because oh, come on. Um, I love the pro, the pro, the pro black message. Yes. Obviously, because I am black myself. Yes. Um, but I also just like the song. It's a really good song. And I have to say that, like, she built a lot of goodwill with me when we actually were introducing her last yes, year. here I feel. Because she had that little machine. Yeah, and she was, like, tapping her foot and shit, and she was... I don't know what that machine I don't know called. what it was called, but she was doing it. But you record yes. loops, and, yes. like, you press buttons, and it plays, and then you sing along to that. I love it. And it, I've seen, like, Erica Badu do it. John yes. Balian does it. Yes. And she did it right here in, at, yes. at Axis. And we were like, she is amazing. She's amazing. So and if you don't you, know her, know her. You said her album comes out in April? April. I'm excited for that. I'll be on the lookout Me for too. Sure. The next song that you should be on the lookout for oh, is someone that Ray actually yeah, introduced me I, to. I, you keep forgetting about I it. And you're the one that sent it to I sent it to you and I forgot about it. Amber Mark. Amber Mark. And the song is Generous. Yes. So Ray actually... Ray thinks that I only like one kind of music, which he isn't entirely wrong. You like one and a half kinds of music. But this song, is, so Amber Mark, she's a New York artist. She has had multiple projects come out. She actually just has released multiple songs in the last year. And this song came up. How did you How did you find out about her? Um, popped up in my Spotify. Mm. So this New song music. is called Generous. It's a little nasty. Yes, it is. Um, some quotes that I Aren't they all she said, sit back and receive it. It's all about you tonight. Okay. First, let me give you, let me give your eyes a taste oh. of what's underneath this lingerie. Uh, okay. So many reasons to give you what you deserve. Don't lift a finger. I'm going to put in the work. Let me focus on you. Fitting to give you 50 shades. 
I said, oh, she is really about to do this life. Like, that's nasty. They're about to have a moment. She also allegedly, I, I needed to do more research on this, and I was having a difficult time. She actually has been nominated for a Grammy. Oh, okay. For As an artist? engineered album, non-classical. I don't know if it was hers or if it was someone else's. Oh, interesting. I need to do further research on that. Um, yeah. But... Anywho, she is scheduled to be at Coachella on April 10th and April 17th in oh, wow. California. That's so a big deal. So she is out here doing things. Um, I'm here for her. I'm here for the song because it's sultry. Yeah, it's it is. sexual. She has it's a like, very interesting quality. There's almost like a, a husk to her voice. Yeah, yeah there and is. And like a, a warm and fuzzy feeling. That was what made me know like it. and made me sure that, that you I would be like into it. it when I heard her voice. Yeah, I liked it. So you know me. So. Maybe you do know me, Ray. I mean, after this amount of time, I sincerely hope 50 so. 11 years. <laughs> or just 13. 50 11. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Shuffle and Repeat. That is Shuffle and, and Repeat. because we are live in these streets doing the absolute most, we actually are going to end this episode with a word of the week. Oh, yeah. I mean, I already did, like, the political thing at the, at the top you did. of the episode. We, I was, that was going to be... sidebar, yeah. we did um, post to um, IG yes. the question of whether or not we should add a political segment yeah. to the pod. Just to be clear... 97% of the people said yes. But just to be clear, because I don't think it was clear in the post, oh. this would be replacing what had happened was and yes. not in addition to. Because yes. we're not trying to have two-hour episodes in these streets. No. So... So, <laughs> that is a perfect way to say that the next episode you hear from us, we will have a political segment to be determined on what the title will be. But at the end of the day, we're going to come up with something really fucking Ray clever. will be giving you all the headlines and what's in these streets. We should just call it fuckery. Oh, we will workshop that. <laughs> so, we're going to end this week's episode. I can see that on a t-shirt. Oh, fuckery. me? Yeah. Um, we're going to end this week with a word of the week, like we always do, Ray. What is your word of this week? So the word of the week is, and I chose it because I've said it multiple times. Come on, words. multiple ways, multiple, use multiple forms. Oh, there's some Michael Jackson playing. Okay, that's the word. And this is actually also appropriate for Michael Jackson. So oh. the word is luminary. Luminary, okay. L-U-M is in Mary, uh -huh. I is in ice cream, N is in Nancy, a is an apple, R, Y is in yellow, luminary. And luminary, luminary. is a mm. person who inspires or influences others, especially one prominent in a particular sphere. Oh. So I use that word um, at least the first time to um, just kind of describe the fact that they could have pulled someone of note or someone who is um, important in the sphere of Vogue for this legendary show, which they yeah. chose not to do. So, Cat in the Hat was a luminary for Ashley Judd's face. <laughs> Is that using it correctly? It's not. It was funny, though. Was a luminary influence? <laughs> That's also not right? It's a person who was influential in a particular sphere. Cat in the Hat is luminary. <laughs> okay. In these pussycat streets. I'll allow it. Okay, so thank you everyone for listening. Thank you to again to the Fields Seattle. You can follow yes. them at Fields at F E L L S S E A. Um, Tori is doing amazing things yes. with this work. Said, um, but also we want to note that we will be taking next week off because we will not be here. We will be luxuriating we will in a country, not, not America. Exactly. 
<laughs> oh, well, don't tell everyone where you're at. That's what I'm hearing. That's enough information. Well, we <laughs> hope you enjoyed this episode. Yes, we, hope, we did. We, we hope we you enjoyed do. every moment as we did. We want to shout out to All Things All Things. And <laughs> I need a refill. And as always, tell a friend. Tell a motherfucking friend. Okay. We'll see y'all later. Yes. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs>